Hi everyone, this is Will Roardhouse, CEO of Compass Group International. And Dean Studebaker, President of Compass Group International. And today, in our podcast, we are coming at you from the Narita Airport in the United First Class Business Lounge. And we're on our way to Vietnam. So we just thought it would be a great opportunity since we had this long layover of three and a half hours to kind of kick back here in one of their conference rooms and talk about our journey to Vietnam. Just in case, real quick, where is Narita? So Narita is Tokyo, Japan. Just got to let you guys know. So, uh, you know, Dean, I'll kind of let you go ahead and start it. Is, is how, did, you know, how did we, why are we going to Vietnam and, 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 and why are we setting out to, to, uh, to come out there? Okay, Vietnam. Well, most people would go or ask as we scheduled to come here starting probably about four months ago. We've been we've been booked to come here, and during that time, we've been asked probably a hundred times. You know, why the hell are you going to Vietnam? What's in Vietnam? Blah blah blah. Um, all the more reason why some, someone like Will and I or Compass would want to go there is because everyone wants to know why the hell would you go there. Well, that's why we do want to go there. Um, we came here um, actually because my cousin really helped me out. Uh, my cousin lives here and has lived here a number of years. And um, part of what we do, obviously, we do the real estate um, development. We do television production. We do consulting for both resorts and developments uh, for real estate. And we got he hooked me up with the general manager of a gorgeous resort um, in Vietnam that we're going to be able to see here. I'm looking forward to that very soon. And... He was able to, through our negotiating with him, he, he, needless to say, he just rolled out the red carpet and welcomed us based on the work that we're going to be doing there. So we set forth to go there, um, and we put, we put the plan in motion. To travel here, you get here, we have to go through San Francisco. That's usually the, the main last connecting point out of the United States. So wherever anybody is located, um, you get to San Francisco. Um, I'm a longtime United Airlines traveler, so is Will. Um, so that's where all our miles are. So um, because of our travel schedule and stuff, we're luckily enough to, to um, you know, be frequent flyers for, uh, for United Airlines. He does a wonderful job, and that's why we stay with United, because they do a great job for us, and we always get upgraded, and um, the service is always incredible. So, of course, that's why we, uh, why we stick with them. Um, and then people always kind of joke about, you know, because Will and I live in different locations. Like, how do you guys, when do you guys see each other? There's a lot of times we only connect with each other when we're in an airport lounge or on an airplane or a final destination. We rarely see each other um, just on a Monday afternoon. We, we're always either traveling or on the other side of the world or another side of the United States doing work that we just don't connect unless we're on a, a specific job. So yeah, so we, we, we connected at the uh, at the lounge in San Francisco, and then we hopped on the plane, and uh, now we're here in the in Narita in Tokyo on our first leg, which is about 11 hour flight from San Francisco. Um, once you get here, um, and I gotta tell you, for any of you that you know that travel a lot, uh, and, and based on maybe your frequent flyers, and let me tell you something, the lounge here at Narita is is first class. I mean, it's ridiculous. It makes any of the lounges in the United States look. I mean, New York should. Chicago, Miami, L.A., San Francisco, the United Lounges in Houston, their base. No, it doesn't even come close to what the, what this lounge has to offer. So um, some of the people are looking at us kind of funny because we're kind of tucked in the back. But uh, um, <laughs> I think they're kind of getting a kick out of what we're doing. So, But that's how we got here. You know, the you know, cool thing about, I love about this lounge is that, so, you know, and again, it's, it's, ele- it's an 11-hour flight. And, and we get here. And the first thing, you know, because we've flown this airport many times, is that they have showers. And it's, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's like I'm going to take a shower. So it's just, there's nothing more refreshing to hop off a flight, take a nice shower, 
and then so you're nice and clean. And then you know here in in the United Lounge in Narita, uh, they have they have sushi, they have buckwheat uh, soba noodles, uh, soup. They have all sorts of alcohol. And and the, and the funny thing is is is, is, is Dean says it's a lot, which is funny. So here is. It's basically, you can serve your own alcohol. So unlike the lounges in the United States where we know that everyone would take full advantage and just get piss-ass drunk, here people are a little bit more responsible. So they have all these great beers, and you know you, you can drink as much as you want and have different scotches and wines and so forth to you help yourself. And, uh, you know, so there's really no reason to, you know, to spend any money in, in any of the restaurants because you have first-class food here. I mean, what do you think? No, I agree. I mean, when I first came here a long time ago, it was like I, I couldn't believe it, and they still do the same thing. And it's, yeah, you walk in, there's basically your own self-pour Sapporo beer machine, 